What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of the Bandwagon Fan. This is the show where we talk about all things pop culture and what we're into. I'm AJ. I'm Josh. Did you know? Did you know that uh, back in uh, back in the day, yeah. you know, the Adams Family, the movie from '91. Uh, yeah. Do you know Tim Burton was asked to to work on that? Um, no, and I'll tell you why. I. I before this came out, I never really cared about that as early. Like really? Okay. I, yeah, like like I knew very like I knew very like the, the basics. Like You never watched the show? No. Oh, no dude. Man. The show the show wasn't for me. It it was like I remember when I was a kid and when it was on TV, I used to just like groan at the at the intro and I'd just like scramble for finding the remote. Um <laughs> it was just never for me. I like I okay. as as a kid Especially growing up, like I, I didn't appreciate like dark humor. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like I, I, and yeah. I think a lot of it is just like I didn't, I didn't get it. Like I was very much like animation kid, so like I watched the animated shows. Um, Samurai Jack. Oh my god! By the way, I'm so sad that we didn't do this podcast when the revival arc mm. came back because the revival arc is one of the most beautiful things I think ever really? put to screen it is incredible the, hey, the, hey if if you're listening and you want to hear us talk about it oh know. my god i love that last arc they did for samurai jack to bring it all together it's incredible but yeah shows like samurai jack you know everything on cartoon network some things on nickelodeon that kind of thing so shows like this like that were more like adult like i should say adult but i think i think the humor is 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 requires a level of maturity that to this day i still don't have so it's also uh, it was like 1964, I think, was when it started. So like when the original, the OG original, show started. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah. that too. Like I'm sure yeah, you're like, yeah. what is this? Yeah, and that's the other thing too. My my only frame of reference for the Adams family was the movie because that was you know somewhat playing on TV uh, back in like you know in the early in the early 90s, whatever. I think I think Ralph Julia was was in it. Is that correct? That's a good question that I do not have the answer to. I think uh, so. Jamie, yeah, with can the, you, uh, Jamie, can you pull the, it up for us? Yeah, with the with the uh, OG cast. Um, hold on, let me let me see if I can just. Fun fact: I've never seen the '91 uh, movie. Yeah, Raul, Raul Julia, Christina Ritchie. That's why I'm bringing this up because Christina yeah. Ritchie is also in this I, one I, as well. I, that's the only thing I know about that movie. Yeah. And I've seen like the heavy Christopher heavy... Lloyd, Christopher oh, Lloyd's yeah. Uncle Fester. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I, I recently watched the uh, Thanksgiving play scene from the movie. Yeah, I don't know if you've that's, seen. The thing. that's the thing. The movie, like again, every time I would see it on TV, I would just change the channel. You know what wow. I mean? Wow, that's so crazy. Culturally, so culturally, like I know so little about the Adams okay. family. I just know it's a bunch of like. Okay, so like I'll, you know, before we like get too deep into it, like I didn't know that like they had like like powers. Like I don't know if that's canon. Oh, but okay, like, okay. like I didn't know. So like when the f- show first started, I was like, what's happening? I, I was very confused. I was, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Tim Burton was asked to work on it. And like, mm-hmm. when you think of the Adams family aesthetic, you're like, yeah, that tracks. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's like the most nineties thing ever, he turned it down. Cause he was working on the Batman movies. Oh yeah, that's right. He did, um, the Batman movies with, um, Oh boy, was, was it, it Keaton? No, I don't think it was Keaton. Was it? Was it? Um, or was, George Clooney? His... Was it Clooney? No, it wasn't. I don't think it was Clooney. 
Uh, man, look at that. That's, that's two references um, that we don't know. <laughs> Jamie, get on this, man. Okay. It looks like, oh, you were right. You were right. Michael Keaton is the, it, it was Michael Keaton's Batman. That was the one with uh, Jack Nicholson as the Joker. You know, that one with uh, the, the creepy looking Jack Nicholson. Uh, uh, Billy D. Williams was Two-Face. Um, I'm trying to think who else was in that movie. Jeez. Uh I think Kim Basinger was in it. Was she? Was she Catwoman? No, that was Michelle Pfeiffer. That was Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, so I don't even remember what role she was in then. But the point is, he made he made like a, he made a very different Batman movie than we we got before and afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's kind of interesting. Um, I kind of would have preferred maybe if he did an Adam Sandler movie though. Really? Okay. I yeah. actually I enjoy his Batman movies for like for what they really? are. I mean, really? they're very theatrical, but I I enjoy them. They're better than the uh, who did like the one with Jim Carrey. That's I'm ninety nine percent sure that's the one with George Clooney. It is. Yeah, it is right. I'm and and, and sure. Arnold and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Yeah. 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 And um, so that was all. So, oh my god! Yeah, those are bad. Those yeah. are bad. Those are really bad. Um, I can't even remember the actor that played Robin in those movies, but don't remember either. Uh, yeah. So Tim Tim Burton has like a very, very storied uh, <laughs> a, a past as a director. I'm gonna tell you another another nugget of AJ Lore. Not a huge Tim Burton. Fan. <laughs> oh, tell us, tell us why. I can think of a few reasons why. I mean, I think the the funniest one is just like he doesn't really have black people in his movies. Him yep, and Wes yep. Anderson, man. I don't know. They must go their whole lives without ever meeting a black person. But that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. Um, but well, I, you know, Tim, it's relevant, though. It's relevant. I, I maybe it is the, the only Tim Burton movie. And I don't know if he directed it. So I don't know. I think he produced it. But the, the only Tim Burton movie that I enjoy is A Nightmare Before Christmas. And I don't think he directed that. I think he oh, just had he a did. hand in. I don't know. I don't remember. Man, that's three lookups in a day. It's, it's, oh, it's got his goodness. aesthetic, and like I'm pretty sure, like they call it, they say Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, I, I don't remember if if he did direct it. Yeah, okay. So it's a story by, but it was directed by Henry Selick. I, I know I he had. Did not know that. Okay. I think I. Okay, it's been a long time. So if any anyone listening, they remember, um, please correct me because I can't look it up fast enough. But I think he wrote the story. I, I think I think it's his story. I think he wrote. Okay. It. So I mean, again, it's his aesthetic. Yeah, it's, and it's his, it's his aesthetic. I like it a lot. But that's the only one I like. I don't really like his other work. I, I'm Edward sorry. Like, mm, not for me. What? <laughs> not okay. for me. Wow. Not for me. It's not. And, and it's one of those things where it's like I can recognize that, like, oh, this is cool for someone yeah. who who enjoys it. But it's 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 just not. Like I'm trying to think of, of some of his other like most notable movies. I know there was Beetlejuice. Did you see Sweeney Todd? A Catherine is it Catherine O'Hara? Is that her name? The the mom from um, uh, Home Alone. I think that's her name. She's in Beetlejuice, and she she's great in that movie. Um, she's she does a really really good job as the uh, as the mother. Yeah, Catherine Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, she she's in Beetlejuice. Um, Beetlejuice is okay, you know. Uh, I didn't really like the Corpse Bride. 
Um, I did not like that Alice in Wonderland movie, the Charlie the oh, Chocolate yeah. Factory. Yeah, same, um, same. I've just, I've just a lot of his movies. I've just never Big Fish. I remember we had to like watch it like in school one time. I was like, "Yo, what is this?" Did you see Sweetie um, Todd? Yeah, not for me, man. Sweetie, oh, wow. that's okay. so interesting. For the yeah. longest time, I confused Sweeney Todd with Ed- Edward Scissorhands. By the way, I thought they were the same. That makes I thought sense. it was the same plot for the longest time. I, I don't know. I just never. He made this one movie. He, did he direct Mars Attacks? I remember as a kid that really? movie used to freak me out. I don't know if he directed or he's part of it. I'm pretty sure okay. he's like. I'm pretty sure he he has his hand in that movie. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he directed Mars Attack. So like that as a movie as a kid, um, that freaked me out. I was not into that. Like I've never watched. I never really watched a Tim Burton directed movie and been like, yeah, this was for me. I, yeah. Well, yeah. things are about to get very interesting then because yeah, folks, well, yeah, we're we're here to talk about the Wednesday show on Netflix. Yeah, Wednesday show on Netflix. Um, what were your thoughts when this came out? Like, what, what did you think? What oh, dude, I, I was so skeptical. I was like, this is going to be trash. Like, they're going to cancel it after three episodes. I don't care about this. <laughs> this is dumb. Why is it a show about her? I was such a hater, dude. And yeah, then you're not wrong. And too. then I, uh, I was, I started hearing things. I was like, oh, like people are saying it's pretty good. And then, uh, the school I work at, there was a student watching it in class during class. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what are you watching? Like, Wednesday. I was like, is it good? He goes, yeah, it's really good. I'm like, okay. So hey. I was like, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm just going to echo what you said. I had the same feeling. I was like, you know, we live in this era where everything's rehashed. So most of it is bad. Some of it's okay. Very few of it is good. And I think this surprised me. I think I, I think I can at least say that. I, the, our, our preamble here for Tim Burton's, uh, uh, you know, uh, body of work, I think, shows that, hey, there's a first time for everything. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let, let's jump into you know Netflix's you know Wednesday. Uh, this came la- this came out last year, last November. Uh, one of the other things that like made me a little hesitant to watch this is that I felt like this should have came out in October. That would have um, made more sense. I don't know why they waited until like what was it Christmas or uh, Thanksgiving week? I think this came out if I remember correctly because I remember thinking in my head like that's really weird that this is coming out in November <laughs> and not Halloween. Yeah. Um, but you know the the plot of the, of the show is surprisingly pretty simple. Um, you know Wednesday, um, played by Jenny Ortega. Uh, you know she's kicked out of her public school because she and I didn't I didn't quite get this. Did she kill those kids? She Did tries to. Okay, okay. So they make reference to one of the the main one. <laughs> yeah, he, he loses a testicle. <laughs> okay, okay. I wasn't sure. I, I, I might have just spaced out because at this point, I don't think I was sold on the show, but uh, I thought they died. So first of all, okay, I was like, okay. why yeah. isn't she going to jail? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but she, puts per, she puts piranhas in the pool and, um, you know, because she's defending her brother um, and the piranhas attack the, I think it's the water polo team. Yeah, yeah. Because they're bowling Pugsley. They're, yeah, they're bowling Pugsley. And um, I guess this is like the start of us watching her develop her psychic powers. Now, you're going to have to help me out if you know anything more than I do. Like, does she historically have psychic powers? Is that? I have no idea. Okay. I, so That was new to me. I was like, okay. that I was like, this, that's where we're going with this. I'm fine with it. I was just curious if that was already established. Um, 
and off the rip, you know, we're introduced to Wednesday's character. Um, she's she's very much a lone wolf, um, very much uh, to herself, and uh, but she also has a sense of, of of she has a moral compass, right? Like she's very much like you know, my brother is being bullied and he's not strong enough right now to defend himself. So I have to do something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that the, that first, the whole first episode really did a really good job of establishing a lot of the characters we'd see throughout the rest of the show. You know, um, we got to see uh, Morticia played by Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, and uh, pretty I sure she was like my first crush as, a, as like a, a young <laughs> like, child growing that- up. As a young bro, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, she, Luis Guzman was a uh, uh, Gomez. Gomez, yeah, Luis Guzman was Gomez, and um, and you know, we see their characters, and they're very much like polar opposites to to Wednesday's character. You know, Wednesday's character. I think one thing that they tried to keep pretty close to the original source material that at least I could remember is that she's very like melancholy. Like that's the thing. Like she's very. Um, you know, one note, she doesn't find things funny. She doesn't smile per, per se. And, you know, uh, her parents are the exact opposite. And so it's very interesting to see that play out. I don't know if that's ever part of the original show, but I think it was a good, you know, contrast because it's kind of like, oh, she's a she's an angsty teenager. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like too, like the up-tenth, like, she's like very dry, very sarcastic. It's like an interesting combination of characteristics where she's like very like withdrawn, but like also very confident in herself. So like it's something you don't really see very often. You expect someone withdrawn to be like depressed to be and very like, to themselves, very yeah. reserved. Yeah. And yeah. She's out. She's out there. She's like, I'm doing me. And so, as a, yeah. So as a punishment, she's sent to the school that her mother went to and for the and her, for father. Lack, and her father. Yes. And yeah. for lack of a better description, it's kind of like Hogwarts. Question mark? It, it, it's basically it's it's, it's Hogwarts. Hogwarts X, or Hogwarts slash like Professor Xavier School for the for the gifted. Like yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit of both. Um, where you know it's this. It's, I, what's the name of the academy? Is it Never Nevermore? Never yeah. uh, after Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Okay, okay. So like you know that's it's you know it's kind of like whimsical like that. And 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 we meet um, our first character when she gets there, um, Enid. You know, Enid is the exact opposite of 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 Wednesday. She's bubbly. She is friendly. She's colorful. She literally, I don't think she ever didn't wear rainbow, rainbow theme clothing the whole show. Like she's like very bright. And her, her room's like all bright and her colorful. Her room's like everything. all bright. I mean, everything. yeah, her room is like super bright and colorful. And um, you know, essentially that's the start of their friendship, you know. And and I it, tell me what you thought about this character because that first episode we meet a lot of the the characters that we meet throughout the show we meet bianca bianca's a siren and she's kind of like wednesday's um i guess you could say like like rival like her malfoy yeah yeah her foil um we meet xavier xavier is the the love interest you know he's he's the brooding emotional teenager but he's very smart and very talented um we have hunter um the you know, in this town, in this universe, I should say, it, it's acknowledged that there are these werewolves and sirens and people with tele, you know, uh, uh, telekinesis powers and stuff like that. And so he, the, Tyler is a normal kid that lives in town. His dad's the sheriff. 
um, you know, once they meet him. Uh, there's another character. Wait, uh, the Hunter? Beat- I thought it was Tyler. Excuse me. I said Tyler. His real name's Hunter. I apologize. I forgot about that. Um, his wait, real wait. name's Tyler. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, wait. I was like, there's a hunter in this show? No, no, no. His real name is Hunter du- Duhan. I think oh, okay. I got yeah, you. His real name is Hunter Duhan. Yeah, but in the show, his name is Tyler. And I can't remember the... the Was it Eugene? Is that Eugene. the beach like, Yeah, My favorite like, character. Yeah, my favorite nerd. character. Yeah, he, he was love. great. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Uh, the, the beekeeper Eugene. So we meet all these characters. What do you think about all these, all these, these friends that Wednesday begrudgingly makes in this school? Well, and to add on to that, there's one other character that gets kind of thrust into the situation that it kind of is like one of my favorites uh, thing. Yes, I, I I can't believe I forgot about thing. Um, thing is the MVP of the show. Thing is the MVP. He literally saved out there saving lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he definitely he's definitely deserves recognition because his character was great, too. Played by Victor uh, Doro Bantu, who is uh, I believe he's Romanian. And I just want to throw this out there, like performance actors get underappreciated and this yeah. guy kills it. Like without it. him yeah. would have been such a different show. Would have been much uh, more boring. <laughs> but, but yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, like this, this cast of, of characters, of uh, friends, enemies, potential love interests. It's like very teenage, like Riverdale, like teeny teenager show tropey, mm-hmm. but they make it work. And like, there's, it's just like a good collection of, of different personalities to make the show interesting and to kind of play off of Wednesday's personality and the things that she does. It, it's, it's a good like uh, contrast who she is and gives her room to as the show progresses, like she develops as a character. So I, and each of these characters kind of plays a part in that. Yeah, they, they play a part in it. Um, you know, like the overarching kind of theme is that there are obviously things that Wednesday needs to work through. Um, we meet Principal Weems, played by Gwendolyn Christie. Uh, she plays uh, Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones. Um, and she uh, she's basically like, hey, you're going to be here. It's going to be great, but we also need to probably get you some therapy. And these, these were parts of the show that I thought were funny because I think unknowing to Wednesday, the therapy is working. Like whether she mm-hmm. wants to like yeah. whether she wants to acknowledge it or not, like it's forcing her to to ask questions about herself. You know, the very first episode, I think, uh, if I remember correctly, like she's always trying to run away. You know what I mean? She's always trying to run away because that's her that's her or that's her fight or flight. And throughout the show, we watch that flight turn to fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I th- th- through her therapy. She's, uh, you know, she's dealing with this, this, I guess you could say, I don't, I don't know what you'd call it other than like, oh, just emotional trauma that we, we don't really understand. And at the same time, like juxtaposed to, to her just trying to fit in in the school, there is a murder mystery going on. Um, there is a student by name of Rowan, right? I think that's his name. Yeah. Rowan. Who kind of tells Wednesday, like, uh, and and can you help me fill in like what were his powers? Did he could he see the future as well? Or I didn't understand what his powers were. Uh, I think he had telekinesis. Was it telekinesis? And then he like I believe he found like just um proof like a book. Okay, okay. I didn't know if he I made that himself. <laughs> okay, I couldn't remember if he made that himself. But he basically informs Wednesday that like. Hey, whatever is about to happen at this school, you're going to be at the center of it. You're going to be the reason, the catalyst for it. And so he tries to kill her because, 
it's yeah. not good. So he tries to kill her because he's like, he, in his mind, he's like, I'm trying to save the day. And uh, before he can even do it, she, they get, <laughs> and this is where the show, this is at the end. I, I think all this was at the end of the first episode. It was, yeah. And, um, there was like a monster that attacks him and mutilates him almost. And I'm like, what in the world is happening? Like, this is, this is different. You know what I mean? And it set the tone for the rest of the show as, um, you know, Wednesday is trying to find out like, well, you know, who is this monster? Um, and, and how does that monster relate to Jericho? Right. Um, there's also, there's also like, it's this part of the show. I didn't really love too much, but there was like this, like underlying, I guess you can say bias from the sheriff, uh, who was Tyler's dad. I don't remember the sheriff's name, so I'll just call him Sheriff Galpin. But like he, he's, he's, he has this bias because Gomez, he remembers that. And the other thing about the show, by the way, the, the timelines don't quite match up, by the way. I don't know if you caught that, but the timelines do not make any sense because Tyler's dad is probably no older than than Gomez, but somehow was a sheriff at this time. Like, it, it doesn't make a ton of sense. But anyways. Well, he wasn't he, the sheriff. The mayor was the sheriff. No, the mayor then. was the sheriff, but he wasn't he an officer or was he a student at that time? That's the part. That's the other part that I'm like, I don't know if they ever uh, jump into too deep. Yeah, because he's that's... he he's had a he he seems very invested in in yeah. in, in uncovering this murder that happened uh, twenty years ago, or whatever. So um, so they you know there's a couple murder mysteries in there, and uh, you know essentially. They, uh, you know, Wednesday is convinced that the murderer is in the school and she's, I, I don't know. I felt like this part of the, the show, she's trying to exonerate herself uh, or at least tell herself that she's not the cause of a lot of people's problems. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, so that I think, and I think that's the real big driver of why she's trying to put this mystery together. Um, we get this really cool um, scene, I think in the fourth episode where she is trying to draw out the, the killer and she orchestrates this whole thing at the dance of their school. And it's like, it plays right out of a scene from like Carrie where she, she, I guess she uses the, the normal, the normal kids to like put paint. Was, was it paint that they put in the, in, in the pipes? In the I don't even remember system? what it was now, but yeah. It was paint. Cause she made well, a comment. She made a comment. She made a joke basically saying like, I couldn't real. afford, I couldn't afford real blood or something like that. Yeah. She made, she made a well, comment. They yeah. they were retaliating against her, correct? Because earlier she had burned down the statue of the right, town's of founder, the, of the town's founder, uh, yes, or whatever. Who uh, he? So there's the normies, normal people, and then there's the outsiders. I think that's what they call them. And like he, this guy was not about that life, so he kind of like persecuted them and whatnot. Yeah, he yeah. Per, um, she burned and, a statue down during a ceremony. Burned a statue down. Yeah, um, and we should also probably expe- explain too that like throughout this part of the show, she's like developing her, her psychic powers. I don't think the show did a great job of explaining what those powers are too much. She can, um, like, yeah, she that's can true. see. She it can see very, into like, the future. Vigorous. Yeah, she can see into no. She can see into the past, not the future. I'm sorry. She can see into the past, and there's not real like. It, it, it's kind of like ex machina, like it happens when she needs to see it. So I don't know if that's them trying to say, like, you know, the power is activating when you need it or something. But um, but then she can also, like, I don't know, is she a telepath? I guess that's the best way to describe it. Like, 
it's it's hard to like describe what her powers are because the show never yeah. really goes too deep into it. But she's got psychic powers. She's that's, got like that's Jedi really, powers. Yeah, she's got Jedi powers. So um, it fits the it fits the narrative of the show. Um, but anyways, Go, you know, going back to the dance though, like it, yeah. it, it, that dance is iconic now. Like it's all over like TikTok and is it really? Dude, oh yeah, dude. Oh wow. I mean, yeah, it was cool. Love. It was a good scene. It was a good scene. Jenna Ortega yeah. like choreographed it herself. She it like took scene. stuff from like watching emo concerts and then also like some stuff from the the old Adams Family TV show and like incorporated it together. Really incorporated it. Yeah. yeah. Um uh and I think at the end of this episode uh Eugene gets like thrashed, like thrown yeah. by that monster and poor and Wednesday feels really guilty because she's she was using people as bait to to draw out this monster and Eugene got caught up in the crossfire. He is so messed up. Like, I thought he, he was messed dead. up. I thought I he like, died too. I was, I was very yeah. sad because I liked I, him. I, I thought he died, but then this is this is Eugene's kind of like the catalyst for Wednesday realizing that she can't do everything by herself. You know what I mean? Because she starts to, you know, she brings Eugene honey, which is really sweet, and we see a we see a kinder side because she tells people all the time, "I don't need anybody." I'm I'm very gruff. I think she made a joke at one point. She's like, um, I don't bury hatchets. I sharpen them. Something something yeah. like that. Like <laughs> something goofy like that. Um, but like you know, she she makes it a point that she doesn't need anybody. And throughout her trying to you know exonerate herself, exonerate her family. Um, you know, on Parents' Day, you know, we we get a little bit of insight as to what really went down uh, during those murders x amount of years ago, or the murder that happened x amount of years ago. Um, you know the 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 coroner. I think he is uh, yeah. committed suicide. Yeah, because he okay. he covered up. There was a cover up. Basically, yes. Gomez was accused of murdering another student. Yes, and yeah, the coroner was part of the cover up. The mayor was part of it. Which I mean, we find out a little bit later. We find out later. And and but originally, uh, originally there wasn't enough evidence to um, to arrest Gomez. So that's why he was never tried for this quote unquote murder. But wait, there's more. The plot sickens. Because it wasn't Gomez, it was Morticia. It was Morticia. Who, yep. And like actually, that whole the 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 sequence, like that sword fight sequence, the way they kept mm-hmm. replaying it, mm-hmm. and you saw more and more. That that, that was cool. That was kind of like slowly uncovering like what happened, and it turns out this guy was stalking um, Morticia, Morticia mm-hmm. and it got to the point where like it became physical violence, and so yeah. Gomez and this this kid are fighting. Uh, his name is Garrett, and um morticia stabs him on accident mm-hmm. but turns out garrett actually poisoned himself he had a poison that he was going to use to kill all the yeah all the people mm-hmm. at this at the school yeah. um so then the mayor admits to it and then gomez gets released from jail i wait, like more. I, well before we get that far i did like this scene because i think it gave us a lot of insight as who gomez is as mm-hmm. a character and who Morticia is, you know, Morticia was the, you know, like the popular girl, I guess you could say in her school. And Gomez was just absolutely gobsmacked, but he was also very brave. You know what I mean? He was very brave to stand up for her. And uh, I thought that was cool. I thought that was, I thought, I, I thought they showed it. I, that's a, it could have been very cheesy the way they showed that, but I thought they did that really cool. Um, but yes, the other twist, if you want to throw it out there. Yeah, so after Garrett's death, his family kind of just falls apart, like, really, really, really badly. Like, they all, like, died, commit suicide or whatever, go crazy. So th- they thought the family was wiped out. Turns out his sister um, might still be alive. Yeah. And so 
if she's alive, like she's probably out there out to get everybody who uh, she might blame for her brother's death. So fast forward, um, you know, Uncle Fester shows up to help Wednesday kind of put this together. And she, he gives Wednesday a pretty big clue as to what, what's going on, that the monster is a hide. Uh, a hide meaning, you know, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Hyde, you know, I believe he, I don't know what, I don't know the lore of the original story, but I think he was, was he trying to cure himself or something or, or something or other and, and use an experiment on him to, you know, I've read the book. I don't remember, but basically yeah. Yeah, he's, he like takes a serum and yes. turns himself into turns this himself. thing that has no morals and is strong and whatever. Right. So she thinks that, uh, because throughout the show, Xavier is constantly stalking her. And she's convinced that someone is actively trying to sabotage her finding the truth of who this monster that's killing people um, is. And she thinks it's it's Xavier. Xavier, like we mentioned before, is the the pretty boy artist. Um, again, I can't remember. Does he have powers? Yeah, his he can make his like art come to life like temporarily. Mm, that's a dumb. I can remember like. He like draws like a spider and like it like comes out of the paper. Oh yes, 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 Stuff yes, like yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So he's a he's a he's a a transmorph. I don't know what you would call that. Transmorg. Tra- I don't transmorpher. I don't know what you would call that. I'm sure there's a there's a word. I'm for sure it. there is. Yeah. You, you Josh, being being our resident D and D champion, I thought you would have a a term for it already. But uh, <laughs> Touché. yeah, t- yeah. But anyways, um, uh, you know, thing is almost killed uh, by Doctor or, or no. Thing is almost killed, but then Kinbot, Doctor Kinbot, is unfortunately killed by the monster, correct? And which um, kind of throws Wednesday's whole investigation for a loop because she thought correct. Kinbot, because Hyde needs a master right. in, in in this version of the lore, and so they, she thought Kinbot was the master. Nope, she gets she right. gets uh, murked, and we we do find out who who the Hyde is though, because Wednesday goes uh goes for a smooch smooch with uh. Pretty boy the Tyler, normie, the normie kid Tyler, yeah, the the yeah. normie barista, and uh, surprise, Tyler is Hyde. Now I have to admit, I called it from like the very first minute of the show. I was or not the minute, but like when when we see Tyler at the at the at the coffee shop in the beginning, I was like, that kid's the monster. And and then at when they were at the fair at the end of the first episode, and I'm like, that kid is 100 percent the monster, 100 <laughs> yeah. percent the monster. I was like, for sure he's the monster. He's, um, he was just like way too good to be true. Yeah, I was like, this kid's the monster. I was like, there's no way. Um, so then we got like the the, the culminating episode. Um, you know, uh, Wednesday uh, and the classmates like they they kidnap Tyler, um, but he kind of just plays it off like he plays off dumb, and because like when. Wednesday has that vision, like he kind of knows, like okay, the jig is up, whatever. But to everyone else, he he plays dumb. Um, so uh, Eugene, the the beekeeper kid, uh, puts it together that uh, Mrs. Mrs. Thornhill is that, Thornhill, is that uh, yeah. played by Christina Ritchie, who I don't mm-hmm. know if we brought up before, but played by Christina Ritchie has to be involved. Uh, you know the details of why honestly aren't super important. Wednesday goes um, and tries to tell Principal Weems that like, hey. I think I know who actually did it this time. Um, and before they can really do anything about it, fortunately, Principal Weems also dies, which I was sad about. I was more sad about her dying than Dr. Kimbot dying. Um, oh, 100%. Because well, yeah. like, it came out of nowhere. It came out of so nowhere. Like, and I kept I being know, like, is she going to... Well, because did they say what her powers are? She's a shapeshifter. So I thought she was going to like shapeshift into like something else. 
but no, she just died. So, oh, gotcha, so, gotcha. That, so yeah, so I was like, oh, so she's just gone, gone. So I was like, that's a little unfortunate. Um, but yeah, we find out that, and, th- and this is for me, this is when, this is when the show got a little like, okay, this is a little silly, but yeah. Thornhill is a crackstone descendant. The, the, the pilgrim dude from like way earlier in the season who like persecuted, uh, Wednesday's relative. Like great relatives, yeah, like Goody, like Goody Adams, Goody Adams, yeah, also played by Jenna Ortega, Jen, Jenna Ortega, yeah, and um, so she like res- resurrects like Pilgrim Hitler, and he he's like a zombie, like wizard, which also super no hypocritical, right, super right. hypocritical, the dude, right? Um, come back <laughs> to life as a wizard, and it's like I have to kill all of you, like why? Um, that doesn't make you're a lot of, of you're sense, one of us now, dude. You're a zombie wizard. <laughs> I told you this last episode. I literally sat there going, "Huh, okay." Um, but yes, uh, you know, a lot of things happen, including Wednesday getting impaled. Which this is when I said, "Okay, let's 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 come down to earth. What are her powers? What can she do?" Because Goody Adams then does some resurrection spell. Uh, she casts resurrection and basically revives her. Which I was uh, like, I was like, "Whoa." Has this been established? And at first, I'm like, "Am I having a stroke? Like, did I miss? <laughs> did I miss critical parts of other episodes when this was set up?" I was like, "I don't know no, what's it's happening." Like, it's like you said, I was like, "Well, this would be convenient, so she could do that now." Very much ex machina. Yeah. Um, but then we get some other cool moments in the scene in this in this episode. I should say, like Enid finally, you know, Enid's thing is like she can't turn into a werewolf. Um, and throughout the show, like the the parents' day episode. You know, her mother is giving her a lot of grief and she feels very self-conscious about about not being able to turn to a werewolf because she feels left behind. You know, she's at she's well beyond the age that she should have been a werewolf. And we kind of learn like some tidbits of like, oh, you know, like her cousin, <laughs> I guess, also never couldn't turn to a werewolf and had to go to a conversion camp, which was pretty funny. So yeah. you know, we, we just <laughs> we just learn other tidbits about that. And, you know, she finally turns. She goes werewolf to help out Wednesday. Um uh, you know, to fight the, Tyler, to fight Tyler. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I would have liked, like, I, I get it. They got a budget, so you can't go crazy with the CGI of a werewolf fighting a hide, but conceptually I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, I agree. yeah, I think that's pretty cool. So I, I would have liked to see a little bit more of that. Um, you know, Xavier. Oh, I felt like the most awkward part of the show was, you know, Wednesday gets Xavier basically thrown in like, magic jail which don't ask don't ask but she gets he gets him thrown in jail was it regular jail or magic jail it was regular jail she okay. goes to visit him because in my mind i'm like why doesn't he just break out like why does he just draw something and just peace but whatever yeah. um anyways uh he gets put in he gets put in jail and you know it's wednesday's fault because wednesday accused him and so you know after you know she she she, she gets him out and he's still kind of bitter about it but ends up saving her later and then in my mind, I'm kind of just like, okay, how do you go past that as a friendship? Like, you know, That's you were that was the same thing. You were basically going to be put on like the criminal like death row for this these murders that you committed, and uh, she she turned you in with no hesitation. But I guess we're just gonna look past that. Kind of weird, but unimportant to the rest of the story. Uh, Wednesday defeats uh, Tyler. Tyler doesn't die; he just gets like incapacitated. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Crackstone, he goes down. Thornhill ran away, correct? She didn't die. No, right? um the bees. 
the bee, but we don't see her die, right? They just sting oh, her. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. They just sting her to oblivion. So I don't think she's dead personally, but nah. whatever. Um, and that'd, yeah, that would mm-hmm. have been awkward. Because uh, yeah, for the just in case someone missed it, like Christina, Christina, um, Richie, is it Reese? Richie, uh, played Wednesday in the 1991 film. Yeah, in case someone missed yeah. that. So, so. I, I don't think they killed her. I, I think she'll be back in some other form. Um, but yeah. Uh, you know, Wednesday learns the power of friendship and the real treasure was the friends we made along the way. Um, as she, as she finally hugs Enid, uh, because in the beginning of the beginning of the show, she's like, I don't, I don't hug. I don't, whatever. So yeah. Um, what were your thoughts about season one of Wednesday? I love the dark humor. Like that's Mm -hmm. my kind of humor. So like every every time they would make a joke like that where most people would be like, Ugh. I was I was just like dying of laughing. Like one day and I were watched it together. And so yeah, like I, I, I laughed a lot during the show. Um Jenna Ortega, I thought she she killed it as Wednesday, made the character her own while paying homage to like what it was before. I didn't know this before. Um Wendy pointed this out. Someone on TikTok or Instagram or something mentioned that she never blinks when she's on camera. Oh, and I and then when we were watching future like for the rest of the show, I like I watch like yeah, like, you don't really see her blink ever. So That's just like little little things like that, like she really poured into the character. Oh, the show itself does a great job of exploring like the angst and alienation of being a teenager, um, yeah. especially if you're not like quote unquote normal. Like I, I, everyone understands what it's like to be a teenager, yeah. but I think there are some people who like kind of like oh like I was like the loser, the weirdo. When I was when I was like in junior high, high school or whatever. And so this kind of explores that in like a more fun, empowering. I don't know. That's a weird way to say it kind of a way where it's like, yeah. oh, we got powers. We're cool. Um, acting was pretty solid, um, especially considering like, I was like, is this like what Riverdale is like? Riverdale is just straight cheesy. And, and, but, and but, but like, that's what yeah. I was expecting. And so yeah. like going into it and like what we got, I was like, this is solid. Yeah. Again, like towards the end, like it kind of got a little weird. But overall, like I enjoyed it. I'm on board for for future seasons of this. I'm on the bandwagon. If you haven't watched it and you listened, go watch it. Yeah, I I overall I liked it. I I told my wife after we watched it, I was like, this is probably the first Tim Burton thing that I actually enjoyed for the most part. Um, I think Jenna Ortega did a really incredible job as Wednesday because she really embodied the character. I have a friend who is a huge Adams fan, Adams Family fan. And she said, you know, it's different than the OG one, but at the same time, it's, it's made for a different generation. And I respect that they know the tone, right? They know who they're making this for. I don't really think they were trying to appease to old school Adams Family fans, because if they did, everyone would have been in the show more, you know what I mean? So I think they did a good job of putting a fresh spin on a dusty IP. I do think I, if I have to nitpick, I do think some of like the dialogue can be a little cringe. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. the dialogue doesn't go anywhere and it feels like they're just trying to pad out a 40 minute runtime. And like, uh, like I, I think of like, like a lot, there was a lot of scenes with like, um, you know, conversations with like some of the normie kids or like Bianca's character who I felt like they could have probably done more some or something a little bit more interesting, but like I'm I, specific, I'm just going to call them out because like 
uh, you know, there was like a scene where she's talking to the mayor's son and she's like, you know, she sees the thing that her mom gave her because they're sirens. And he's like, how do you know all this? So she's like, because I know. And I'm like, wait, what? That's like the worst explanation ever Uh, for anything. Like, because you know, so stuff like that. Some of the dialogues a little like, you know, whatever. But overall, I enjoyed it. It's fun. It's it's just fun. It's um, I'm more interested in this, you know, much darker Hogwarts, uh, you know, vibe that they that they give off. I hope they next season that they go. I hope the mystery is a little bit more interesting because I felt like the one downside of the mystery part of the show is that they show us the 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 killer right. And you're supposed to try to put together, well, who is it? But like, I don't know. Me personally, it wasn't really shocking that it was the normie kid. Yeah. It was that wasn't a shock. Like after the fourth episode, I'm like, yeah, it's that kid. It's clearly that kid. But whatever. Um, <laughs> I hope next season they put a little bit. Uh, they they have something a little bit more interesting um, than kind of what they presented. But you know, a lot of the themes are there. You know, family, friendship. Um, you know, loyalty, respect. All those things are there. I appreciated it. I'm on the bandwagon as well. I'm here for it, man. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for this one. If you liked what you heard, uh, like, sub, share, do all that good stuff. You can find us on all the social media platforms, and you can find more of our episodes anywhere else where you listen to your other favorite podcasts. We'll catch you in the next one. Bandwagon Fan Podcast is hosted by Josh Jimenez, Alex Mogosa, and me, AJ Soy. Our show is produced by Kate Smith and edited by your boy, AJ. Our social media is managed by Natalia Kokulia, and our theme song, Lush Waves, is provided to us by Taylor Lewin of Underscore Audio. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.